You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow a side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews. So let's get started. Welcome back to episode five of the Side Hustle Pro podcast. If you're listening for the first time, my name is Nikayla Matthews, and this is the podcast where we teach you how to scale from passion project to profitable business. But today, this is actually the first ever solo episode, and I'm using this as an opportunity to take it back. So we've heard from a lot of different entrepreneurs who started out side hustling and now they um, were able to grow their money maker into a business and leave their full-time jobs. But we never really addressed the whole topic of side hustles in general. And I thought this was the perfect time to really take it back and talk about what it all means. Because I realized that side hustle means different things to different people. And this was especially highlighted for me when there's an article recently, I think it was in Quartz, and it was about, you know, why millennials um, are so obsessed with side hustles. And about 10 or 15 people sent me this article. And it, it essentially talked about the fact that side hustles keep you from banging your head against the wall in depression because you have something else to look forward to rather than just the day-to-day. And while I believe that's true, the article talked about side hustles and the definition of side hustles there is different than what this podcast um, deems and, and, and thinks of side hustles to be. So basically... To some, side hustle is anything you do outside of your main job to get extra cash. And that's one way to look at it. It is definitely a hustle to have a side job. But as it pertains to this podcast, we're talking about passion projects that you do and you would do it even if you don't make any money. It's what feeds your soul. It's what makes you happy. And it is something that can be developed into a business idea, but it's not just, you know, the bartending you do after work or the waitressing job you do after work. No, it's something that can be a viable business owned by you, developed by you that you're currently doing on the side because it's not a fully Um, profitable business right now. So now that we have that clear, um, let's talk about how you even get started. So the other day, one of my friends hit me up and she said, I like the idea of starting my own side business, but I have no idea what it would be. And so that got my wheels turning. And, you know, she's not the only person who reached out to me and said that. But I realized I I actually really need to address this because you guys, we all have talents and gifts that we could be using for side hustle. Yes, even you, whoever you are listening to this, we all have gifts and talents that we, we can tap into. But I get it. It can be hard because day to day you're on and you're in this lane where you have, you know, staked yourself out and branded yourself as this professional that's going to this job nine to five and and after work, you're tired, you're exhausted, and you don't have time to sort through and come up with another job for yourself. Um, So I get it, believe me. And for me, it took a lot of sorting through all the different things I like to do to stumble and finally decide what it was that I wanted to do as my side hustle. So today I'll be sharing and breaking down 
you know, how to tap into your talents to determine what your side hustle should be and also how to get started. So first things first, there are a few questions that you should ask yourself. And the number one thing is, what am I good at? (laughs) Uh, And it seems really simple. You can ask yourself that. You can make a list of everything you think you're good at. And it could be, I mean, start from the very basic, you know, I make a banging French toast (laughs) to think about things that when you do them, people always compliment you and they say, wow, you're really good at this. But that won't give you enough of an, an objective view because obviously you're you're just you know looking at things through your lens and it's completely subjective so you also need to get some opinions and the best place to start is really with the people who know you best so send your friends a quick survey and ask them you know what do you think I'm good at what are my strengths what are my weaknesses can you give me an example of a time where you saw me really shine and excel at a task or project and um, what do you think if if I if money wasn't an object what do you think I should be doing or what other things could I be um, giving back to the world that I'm not giving back to them now. And so write out every question that you can think of like this. No more than five, I would say, because, you know, anything other than that, when you say survey, people just run, they open your email, close it right back. Um, So don't do that. But send them a quick Google form. And I actually did this. You know, I'm not just saying this. I I didn't just like pull this off the internet. Um, I'm not into reading Strength Finders and all those other books. But I... I'm telling you about this exercise because I did it when I was at a crossroads last year and I really wanted to decide how I should leverage my strengths. And I drafted a quick Google form. I sent it out to really um, my entire network, the, the people who had worked with me in some capacity, whether it was a school project, a former colleague, um, friends who just know me and they, they know how I operate and what what makes me tick. And I asked them to fill it out. Um, I, I made it completely anonymous. So I, you know, they could fill out the Google form and I would have no idea who filled in what. And, you know, I sent a couple reminders because not everyone's going to fill it out right away. But once I felt like I had a good amount of responses, I went in there and I just looked and read every single response and it was so illuminating. I mean, things that I completely forgot or took for granted, my friends and and colleagues remembered and they are the reasons that I started writing again and that I realized that I have this this passion for um marketing and and particularly social media marketing. And there's just something about um, creating content on online and on social media that I'm just, I'm just really good at. If I, if I, you know, am to toot my own horn, toot, toot. (laughs) I don't do it often enough, but my friends took note of that. And, and at school and in different projects, they saw me really come alive when it came time to market our projects. And I said to myself, wow, they're paying attention and why am I not tapping into this? So that's when I started writing again and blogging again and promoting my work on social media. And as you all know, um, as I shared in episode one, my side hustle naturally has grown from that survey and the responses I got there. So in addition to finding out the answers to what am I good at, both from your perspective and from your friends' perspectives, you should also ask yourself, What do I enjoy doing in my spare time? Because 
Even if you're good at something, it doesn't mean you naturally gravitate to doing that something when you have downtime. You might just kick back and not actually be invested in this thing that you take for granted. So what do you end up doing when no one's paying attention and what makes you feel confident, capable, and alive? Ask yourself this, tap into this, write it down, really think about it. And then finally, ask yourself, what would I do even if I wasn't getting paid for it? Because again, even if you're good at something, it takes a while to start to brand yourself to the outside world beyond your friend circles. So even if your friends think you are just the ish when it comes to um, being a chef or being a fitness professional or being a motivational speaker, it's going to take a while for the rest of the world to catch on to that. So It has to be something you enjoy doing and will stick to even when you're not getting paid. And it has to authentically be you, too, because some people try to adopt these moneymaker ideas because it's the thing right now and they see someone else doing it. But if you're not organically excited about it and if you are not self-motivated, you'll drop the idea eventually. Like it has to be because it. It's coming from you and your your actual passion um, because it takes time to make a name for yourself again. So these are the questions and I want to reiterate, you know, it's what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing in my spare time? And what would I do even if I wasn't getting paid for it? These are the things to ask yourself, ask your friends, spend some time meditating on it because I think a lot of times also it takes a while to unlearn the messages that we've heard all of our life. Sometimes these are messages that we've um, internalized because someone told us that's the box that we fit in. So someone told us, oh, go over there, you make a good this. And even though we weren't passionate about that route, it feels good when someone's telling you you're good at something and you fit somewhere. So you kept going down that path, but you need to unlearn all of that if that is not really you. So spend some time with these questions and write down what you actually love, not what someone else always told you that you love or told you that you should do. So after doing that exercise, I'm going to also share five steps you can do to get started today on whatever it is that you identify your side hustle to be. So take some time with that exercise, but then come back to these five steps, because no matter where you are in your process or path towards developing and fleshing out your side hustle, you can get started on a few things today. So number one, do a self-assessment. Write down every step you think you'll need to start seriously investing time in your side hustle. That means if you want to be a fitness person, ask yourself, what certifications do I think I want to explore? Um, Do I want to do something on YouTube? Do I just want to build an Instagram following? If you want to start an online magazine, ask what steps would I have to take? Um, Who else is doing that? If you want to write a book, same thing, write down every step. And, you know, you don't know what you don't know, but you can write down everything you think you might need to do to get started. And let's be clear, I don't mean spend a lot of frivolous money in the beginning. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and save you some time right now and let you know that you don't need a web designer. You don't need to spend money on that. (laughs) You don't need a photographer. You don't need a photo shoot. So save your coins and you don't need business cards yet. You still need time to 
nurture and cultivate your early ideas. So just spend some time, self-assessment, writing things down. And also, second step, do an industry assessment. So write down everyone both near to you and people who you don't know that you would want to talk to to learn more. If there are people, and there's always going to be someone in a similar space as you, research what they're doing. Start thinking about what makes you different and, and how you what's, what spin you would take on this side hustle. And remember Stephanie Thomas's words from episode three, tell a story no one else can tell. And this is going to be your personal story automatically. So you don't have to spend too much time scared and worried about competition and differentiation. Just hone in on what your personal story is and how you came to be interested in this path. Finally, number three, I shouldn't say finally, number three, start reaching out via email to the people you identified in step two. So you're very early. If you're very early in this side hustle process, you want to spend some time talking to folks. You, you, after you've spoken to your friends, you want to tell them and explain to people what you're thinking of doing, asking for their feedback about they might know someone who knows someone who may be a good person to talk to. Just spend some time doing as many informational interviews as you can. And I would encourage you to also send some cold emails. Now, not everyone is comfortable with sending cold emails. I've, I've become more comfortable with it over the years. And actually, if you sign up for my newsletter, sidehustlepro.co slash sidehustlecorner, I share weekly tips and resources, and one of those will be how to send a good cold email. So um, go ahead and go to sidehustlepro.co slash sidehustlecorner and sign up for my newsletter so you can get those tips. So number three, start reaching out via email, both warm leads and cold leads. Number four, buy a domain name. Help buy two, buy three, whatever ideas that you're thinking of, and you can be thinking of more than one. Just go ahead and park that place on the internet right now. It will cost you sometimes, you know, less than $10. And hey, if you decide you don't want to use it, you can always just let it expire. But for now, park that place on the internet so that you can come back to it when you're ready to develop it all. And finally, number five, just explore. Write down more than one idea. You have absolutely nothing to lose by exploring your passions, and you have absolutely nothing to, lo- to lose by reaching out to your friends and prior colleagues and network and asking them about your strengths and your talents and ways that you can be helping the world that you're not currently doing. Um, so go ahead and explore. Follow these exercises. Again, you know, five steps you can do to get started today. Do a self-assessment do an industry assessment, start reaching out via email to the people you identified via that industry assessment, buy domain names, buy as many as you want for every idea that you have, and finally explore broadly. So if you want more side hustle tips, I'll be sharing more about, you know, specific things like cold emails or even getting over yourself and your fear to start putting yourself out there um, through 
forthcoming episodes. But in the meantime, I really, really encourage you to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. That's where I share tips on how to juggle your job while growing your side hustle. And each week I share one of the top tools that I'm currently using um, that's personally helping me to achieve achieve my goals. So head on over and subscribe at sidehustlepro.co slash slide hustle corner. Talk to you guys later. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more from me, you can find me online at sidehustlepro.co and on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Side Hustle Pro. Talk to you next week.